Welcome to the Helping Hands podcast with me, Gail Louise Turner. On this podcast, I will be chatting to inspirational people and I will be finding out about their life story, their influences and how they give that extra helping hand every day. If you'd like to follow me, please go to my Facebook, which is Gail Louise Turner or on my Instagram, which is Gail GLT. Each episode of the Helping Hands podcast will be having an accompanying Spotify playlist with my guest musical influences. This can be found under Helping Hands podcast playlist on Spotify. Now it's time to sit back and relax and enjoy the show. So where did the idea for One Call Away Holistic come from, Laura? In 2015, I lost my grandfather. He was the epitome of my universe. He was a big support network for me and the person I used to go to when I needed to talk or to get something off my chest. When he passed away, I didn't have that. I didn't feel, sorry, that's wrongly phrased. I didn't feel that I had that connection with somebody anymore and I was drawn to go and have Reiki to help with the bereavement and the healing process. When I'd come through my struggles and my journey, I realised that that was something that I could do for other people. And that is when it all began and I went into my training and I've never looked back since. The journey has been amazing and changed my life. So tell me about your journey then. So how did... um one call away holistic business what what is it there for what what made you sort of do it really i found that as i was getting older the more people that were struggling with either stress or anxiety behavioral issues being angry all the time there was nowhere people could go to other than the doctors it was not something that at the time as been pushed out there mainstream for people to realise that we can support people with the depression or anxiety. I've worked with people who've got fears or phobias. I work with children who struggle to sleep or they have bedwetting issues. I have an array of walks of life that walk from men and women, young and old. So your client base and um, all sort of different people, you don't just um, sort of target one area, your door's open to everybody, is that right? That's correct. So what um, sort of services, treatments do you offer? Okay, I do Reiki, which I've touched on. I will talk a little bit more about that in a moment. I do clinical hypnotherapy. I do life coaching. I support people alongside with bereavement do children's therapies and working with children. I do tarot readings, but it's not something that everybody knows that I do. They do now. <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, so there's, there's a lot of things that I cover which people don't realise the services are there and they don't realise what services that I offer can actually help them. I think that's the whole point, isn't it? This is why we're doing this podcast to highlight your business, that little bit of extra helping hands to get to get your business out there. But it's not just a business, is it? it you're there to help and you want to help. And I think that's the whole point, isn't it? And um, tell us a little bit about Reiki. Is is, is that your favourite treatment, Reiki? 
Reiki is my, will always be my favourite. I enjoy working with it. I'm passionate about it. I truly believe that it works and I've been given the opportunity to work alongside lung cancer patients who at the worst time in their lives, some of those are either critically ill, some of them are on later life, some of them come to these sessions because they need some support after losing a loved one and it's a true honour to stand there and be able to support the, these people who, for whatever reason, they need something right now. So, to me, it sounds like that's where your heart lies, but is there anything else that really has an inspiration to you, what you offer to your clients? My clinical hypnotherapy is a true blessing to work with. It's great to work with those who've got fears or phobias. It's been great to work with those who want to come and lose weight and do weight loss hypnotherapy. We've had the stopping smoking clients who've come to me. I've had those who want past life regression. I've had those who've come to me for anxiety support or depression and been able to lift their mood and be given that confidence. And that's been used through hypnotherapy, which unfortunately, has a stigma to it that it's it's a form of mind control and in order to allay some of the fears and misconceptions about hypnosis it is important to stress that what takes place with myself it is safe it is natural it's not magical and it does produce some very predictable good results there is absolutely no question of it being controlled or manipulated or even induced into a hypnotic state People in hypnosis are not asleep and on the contrary, they're often more aware than usual of what's taking place as the senses are far more efficient and effective than normal. People cannot be made to do anything that they do not want to do. People who say or think, oh, nobody can get me under, I wouldn't want to put anybody under because of them fearing that, you know, it's not going to work for them. They'll feel that they're being controlled. The idea is that you're not controlled. That is your decision to be hypnotised. The state of hypnosis is totally normal and it's totally natural. It's actually a very pleasant and very relaxing feeling, which is how I like all my clients to be. And under a hypnosis, people can converse very easily, but it is found to accelerate your healing it's found to accelerate learning and relieve stress, control pain, and even increase mental and physical performance. So hypnotherapy is also a fantastic tool that I work with. See, it sounds so interesting that. I mean, I think I'm going to have to come, you, uh, come to you and experience this Reiki and hypnosis. It must be quite relaxing. And I think in this modern day sort of society that we all live in, um, we do suffer from you know, lack of relaxation and we're, we we have anxiety and stress. I know one of your clients, Stephanie, um, she's got in touch with me. Um, I don't know if you know this, but um, she's giving me, um, giving me her permission um, to, to sort of say, and she's, she's basically, she, she reconnected with you on Facebook and um, she found you, your, your business on Facebook. And I think she did a video call with you to sort of see what treatments were available. And then she's come to you as a regular client. Is that right? And you've changed her life for the better. Well, uh, that is amazing to hear. 
Isn't that nice, though, to get sort of client feedback? But she knew I was making this podcast with you and she wanted to just sort of say thank you. Um, and she, does, she doesn't mind me saying this because she's given me permission that she does suffer from anxiety. Um, and I know that um, anxiety um, is hidden sometimes, but... Um, Sometimes it isn't it um, if people are out of sort of character and um, she noticed you on Facebook. Now, where where can your clients find you on Facebook? What What is your Facebook um, address? One Call Away Holistic Therapy. You can find, find me on there. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. People can contact me through any of those ports of means. You can find my mobile number. You can find email address. There's many ways of getting in contact with me. Okay, so it sounds like Stephanie definitely has drawn to you for um, her inspiration and, and that little bit of extra helping hands to get them um, her better. But for me, who who is your inspiration? My main inspiration in my life, other than my mum, who is a very strong, emotionally strong, supportive person who's truly believed in everything that I've done, would have to probably be my grandparents. They taught me a lot of what, how life should be. And I've always pushed myself to hope that my relationships, my friendships, my, my family can be as amazing as the one that I grew up in. It's, it must be great to have to have that support when you're when you're you know you're helping people with with your business and your sort of life choices and then you've got that support behind you it must be amazing really amazing um but um I just explaining to to the listeners that um I've made you a Spotify playlist um how do you like the sound of this um oh gosh. <laughs> because we, we 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 can't put music in in the podcast due to copyright laws but we decided well I decided because I had to have some music in it because for me music um and Laura knows this that I I love music so um every single podcast will have an accompanying Spotify playlist and Laura's is going to be um the Gail Louise Turner Helping Hands podcast number two and your name's right at the end it'll say Laura Goodwin and you've chosen about five songs haven't you um which is your inspiration okay Gail out of all of the songs I could have chosen and we would have been here past midnight if I'd have picked them all so the first one was Charlie Pugh, One Call Away. Ironic that it's actually the same name as my business, but it was released around the time that I was going to call myself One Call Away. And the words that are actually in the song and what he's saying resonated with me so much that it was, yeah, let's go for it. This is what I'm going to call myself. Wow, that, that is amazing. A good name and a good song, if you like that kind of thing. <laughs> Um, on the playlist, you, you must tell everybody this, um, you asked for Round the Twist, which was an Australian TV drama w- from the early 90s. Why, why, why is this on your playlist? Because that was the time of my life when I was possibly one of my happiest as a child. And it was a different TV programme. I used to love Australian TV programmes growing up home and away and all of that. However, Round the Twist was just so different. And I enjoyed it, and it's just one of those things that if I ever hear that music, it takes me back to that, and I can feel what it was like to be that child again, and I can take myself back to that time in my life. Wow, and round the twist, from what I remember, it was a bit odd. Some strange things <laughs> happened, isn't it? Is that why you chose it? It, it is, yeah. A big part of it was, it you know, it was things that would show unexplained phenomenon and things of 
that there was no explanation to and that's kind of how I like to be. I don't like things that have got an explanation. I suppose um, going back to your treatments and Reiki, which you briefly mentioned, that has really got no explanation because it's universal energy and you can't actually see it so tell me a little bit more about your reiki treatment and your therapy room because that's where we started so explain explain your passion for that really and what it's all about okay well i'll go into the reiki a little bit first um it is a japanese healing system and the reiki stands for universal life energy now reiki is a healing process that can benefit anybody from in the you know the normal course of life or to bring healing and help and comfort to those who are suffering it can happen it can support a range of situations from bereavement to stress to anxiety right the way through to even sex drive or lack of sleep confusion the list is endless it really really can support it shouldn't be, you know, regarded as a cure for any conditions and it is certainly not a religious belief. It's a natural form of healing and Reiki can support and enhance that with any other form of treatment. It can work alongside chemotherapy. It takes away the toxins in the system which cures the sickness and it can provide relief from that. So people who are going through chemotherapy don't need to feel as sludgy and as dredged and as low as they feel on it, it can support and I have been lucky enough to work alongside some of those. Um, the most common way for experience Reiki for most people is the, the recipient would remain fully clothed and lies on the therapy couch and they just relax and we do some mindfulness or we do some like meditation some clients would prefer not to do any sort of talking and would just prefer to assist with the, the actual Reiki itself, which is the positioning of hands over certain areas of the body, which is not invasive at all. It's very, very, very relaxing. It's really calming. And as I say, if you've never tried it, it is so worth a go. It can help and support so many things. Do any of your clients ever laugh? Because, I mean, uh, like I said, you know, people don't necessarily understand things and they laugh because they're, they're kind of, like, confused and they don't know what's going on. Do any of your clients um, find it entertaining? Because, um, obviously, it's supposed to be a relaxation technique, isn't it? But do, do they laugh and get excited? You know, I have some clients... But I can laugh when I'm saying this. I have some clients that come for Reiki and they don't want to talk we don't talk about their problem they don't want to they believe that the reiki is going to work which is perfect they're relaxed to allow the reiki to work which is perfect they just aren't ready to talk about it and that's fine that's usually a very quite peaceful relaxing session i have other clients that come who want to talk all the way through their session even whilst reiki is being applied again Reiki will still work. It do, you don't need to be silent for it to work. I have some clients who come and spend half an hour talking to me about the problem. Then I can work better on a certain area or a specific area of the body with that problem. But yes, I've had clients who've lay there and laughed or been exceptionally nervous. And I've had the bed shaking with their nerves before we've even started. 
I've had the ones who've lay there going, you're not staring at me, are you? And it's like, no, I'm not going to stare at you all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, I like to keep it calm and happy and relaxed. Everybody's coming for a problem. So if you're coming and you're feeling fed up, the last thing you want to do is walk into me with a miserable face. So that's not a good thing. <laughs> I suppose they, they, they use it as counsel in a way, don't they? That you know, when they enter your therapy room, it's not it's not just having Reiki. They they can talk to you and they use it as like a form of counselling. Do you find that? Yes, I do. And I do have clients who some I've become friends with throughout helping them through their journey. I've got a family who I work alongside and there's multiple members of a specific family and each one is treated as themselves and as my client. Nothing's ever divulged, nobody's business is shared. It's all personal, it's all safe, it's all non-judgmental. Have you had any um, experiences? So, for example, you, you mentioned earlier, and this is a little bit off the cuff now, um, have you had an experience with, like, tarot cards where you see things when you're doing, like, a reading? I know I know, um, you very much want to push your hypnotherapy and Reiki, but when you've done a tarot reading, do you ever sort of see people's auras or um, things that happen so you can talk around the cards so you don't just read the cards, you actually talk around what's happening as well? That is right. I have done many readings. People have come for readings with me, usually tarot readings. And before I've even had chance to get the cards out, I've either had Spirit Connect and I've already got information coming through. I have worked and felt and seen things from a young age. So it isn't something that all of a sudden I decided, to, oh, today I'm going to start doing this. I've always been spiritually aware of other th other things that people don't always understand. Do you feel you have got a lot of friends around you who are spiritualists as well, or do you feel like it's quite a lonely journey because people, people aren't there alongside you? What's your thoughts around that? No, I find, for me personally, it's certainly not a lonely journey. It's been different to know that you're possibly out of your group of friends, the only one who can potentially sense what mood everybody's in or, you know, don't want to talk about specific things. I don't mind reading. I'm not a space invader. But for a lot of people, I think it took a, took a bit of adjustment because I think it was a fear for a lot of people. And do you feel as a spiritualist and an empath um, that you kind of know what's going on in people's lives and, for, for example, you're having conversations with people and you already know what's going on and perhaps they may be not quite telling you the truth and you think to yourself, I really wish you would open up and tell me because I, I am an empath, I am a spiritualist, I know exactly what's going on, please uh, please just tell me the truth. And, and how do you deal with that every day? I choose to... Unfortunately, sometimes I have to ignore what that person's feeling. I can't save the universe, and unless that person wants the help, I certainly don't want to be going and invading. To them, that's a that is a private, personal thing. Now, I'm not saying everybody I walk past, all of a sudden I know this person's sad, this person's really happy. They've had, you know, some really bad news this last week. I don't have that. 
I get it when I need to. Yeah. If I'm focusing on that person's energy, it can be as little as standing with somebody who you know is really sad and you really want to put your arm around them and go, do you know what? You'll be okay and give them that hug. But I can't do that to somebody that I just met in a petrol station because they might think I'm slightly strange. Yeah, I suppose it's quite interesting. And I would say it's a talent more than a sort of... um, Yeah, I think it's a good thing to have that and not a lot of people do and I think it's quite interesting and I suppose it makes life interesting as well. Really, never a dull moment. It's really, really good. So, um, yes, and we we talked around Reiki and your therapy room. I want you to to tell me what you like about your therapy room. I love my therapy room. It is so calming and so relaxing and cosy. I wanted it to be a cosy, comfortable room that isn't intimidating to anybody. So it won't matter whether you're coming for hypnotherapy or coming for a tarot reading, or coming to see me for Reiki, or coming for life coaching, it's a warm, cosy, comfortable environment where all of my clients are happy, they all relax, everybody says how comfortable they are in that therapy room with me personally. I've got children who come as clients who are happy to be in that room and they enjoy playing with the toys that are, you know, that are there for them. The fire's on, the bootcase is there. You know, it's a really nice, cosy, warm, homely environment. So tell me, so you're on Facebook, have you got a website as well where people it's can find you? It's currently under construction, the website is. Okay. I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to fib, it is currently under construction at the moment. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter are all the the main ports of call at the moment for me and it's one call away for all of them brilliant that's great thank you so um your therapy beam now and your reiki what is so reiki is that your favorite treatment it is yes i think that was for me the defining point in my life that changed me and where my goals were and what i wanted to aspire to achieve for my children so have your children ever had reiki yes so you, you are bringing them you are bringing them into this lifestyle early on? I am. I don't want my children to ever think that, one, it's, how do I explain this? I don't want my children to feel forced into it, so they always have the option if they want Reiki. It's not something that's forced upon them. They've both also had hypnotherapy. I want them to know that you can talk about your problems. If you're feeling a certain way, talk about how you're feeling. If you're lonely or you're sad, tell me about it. By having all those emotions controlled through the Reiki, because I know the positive effects it has, certainly with children who've been through abuse, that's mental, physical abuse. I've had children who come because they wet the bed. I have children that come because they're anxious and they don't want to go to school. There is an array of things that I've had people walk through the door for. Is there anything that happened um, in your life that um, you kind of, it changed you? Obviously, your granddad dying, but is there anything else that you it's kind of like a, um, a good point to, to make you want to help people? I, unfortunately, suffered mm, suffered bullying when I was at school. I've been exposed to sexual abuse and... You know, with both of those things themselves, alongside bereavement on top, 
your emotions can sometimes get the better you do apologize i find that because i've been exposed to those kind of emotions and dealt with it and come out the other side i don't see it as it's broken me as a person i've healed myself i've fixed myself i've released any negative attachments that i've got to that part of my life that's gone now mm -hmm. so i feel that i can support and assist and guide other people past their times of feeling like they have no other feeling and no other option so i'm gonna ask you about your future i'm just gonna i'm just gonna put this on you now and <laughs> just be careful what you say so looking at me now what what would be the main chakra that i need healing your sacral chakra yeah so what's all that about them okay so there's a lot of tension across from your hips from your navel down some of the issues probably do not want to be discussed on air <laughs> however that's okay and we do need to work on your crown chakra to help you sleep better so that you keep stopping with these dizzy spells as well this makes sense to you mm. oh amazing yeah how, how do you pick that up though how do you know that yes the crown chakra yeah that's because you're sitting in quite close proximity i know that your crown chakra i am being made and i physically am feeling how your head feels which is quite floaty so it feels like somebody's talking about me and it's like um because i, I i'm a, this is this is what i was saying before so i know what's going on as well um i kind of know if people are talking about me and and it's a kind of feeling isn't it and you know exactly who's talking about you yeah. and and it's like your head's going around like 50 miles an hour and um so yeah so yeah definitely need to come and visit you and have some reiki <laughs> and sort them um chakras out definitely need um, and I knew that would come up, but I shouldn't have asked the question, should I? Um, okay, so yeah, great really like learning about Laura, uh, Laura's story. So um, to finish off now, um, the last few minutes, I just want to know where L Laura's future is with her business One Call Away and what your future is with you and how you want to sort of help that extra person, give that extra helping hands. Um, I would like to go into kinesiology, which is allergy testing. That was something I've been exposed to since my son was born. He was allergic to everything to which the NHS doctors had no physical answers to why these things were occurring. Therefore, there was no actual treatment bar cutting what out what we tried by having the kinesiology allergy testing, which is where I'm going at the moment. That then enables me to look into, is it fruit? Is it iron? Is it is it other things that he's exposed to that his body is just rejecting? And that's where I, that's where the study line's going so far. That's really interesting because I think now with all of the um, tests for sort of you know your wheat free, your uh, free from and dairy, it's a lot more in the public's um, sphere now. So by you doing this test, I think it's a really really good move because you are finding out things quicker and helping that people more by by sort of looking it into detail and is that how you feel about that it is it's very there's a lot of people at the moment that have been diagnosed with either ibs or suffer with severe bloating struggle to go to the toilet with constipation and a lot of it's put down to itchy diet itchy diet itchy diet which is fine by doing the kinesiology but working alongside the reiki i can physically pick up myself then is it is it the food that's been put into the body that the body doesn't want or is there something underlying 
because you have emotions that attach themselves to those organs. So those organs might be affected by something that you have naturally not let go of, not the food that you're putting into your body. And that's what I'm trying to eliminate to help people going forward. Very, very interesting. I, I like that idea. You see, you, you don't seem to want to stop with your studying or what you're qualified. And, and how old are you? Tell, tell us. 33. And when did you start all of this? Oh, my goodness. Um, on and off, I've always done spiritual studies. I've always been aware of things spiritually. But really, the pace picked up over the last six years. It's been... Maybe if I'd studied like this at school, things would have been worked out differently. But I don't think I'd have done this if I'd have had to have waited and done it from school. Well, it's a very interesting world. So um, if your clients want to get in touch with you, just, just tell us again where you're based and your Facebook. Okay, I'm based in Norton on Norton Heights. Um, that's over in Stoke-on-Trent. I am a private practice, so it's by appointment only. Clients can come to myself or if they're unable to drive or if they're sick, even if it's a hospital visit, I can go to those people in their place when they need me. You can find me again on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. There's all means of points of contact for me on there. And I've got a very happy 95% success rate with all of my clients and they're all happy. I've got my weeklies, my monthlies, my fortnightlies, my yearlies and everybody's happy and they all come back, which is a, a true honour. And it's absolutely been an honour to have you um, in the studio. And um, as um, I will be telling Laura now, so uh, we will be getting a URL address and this um, podcast will be going on um, to all the different um, podcasts f so everybody can hear it. And Laura's going to put it on a website when it's when it's sorted so everybody will be able to hear it. And you can go to Laura's Spotify playlist, which will be um, Gail Louise Turner, Helping Hands podcast uh, number two. And Laura Goodwin's name is on the end and you'll be able to share her story through her songs. I'm really, really interested in my thanks to Laura Goodwin, who has who's been a fantastic guest and I've loved learning um about her story. And um in next episode of the podcast, I'll be continuing speaking to inspirational people and their life story and how they give that a little bit of extra helping hands. Many thanks, Laura. Thank you very much, Gail, for having me.